0: To Gesundheit with Jacobus, Health Talk Radio, integrating allopathic and all-natural medicine one show at a time. Here is your host, Jacobus Holloway. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Gesundheit with Jacobus, and I'm your host, Jacobus Holloway. Today, a very, very powerful program. We uh, highly suggest you take notes. This is a topic, depression, that affects a lot of people. Especially with the season coming up, uh, the darker nights, of the, clo- <laughs> the longer nights, shorter days, <laughs> more cold, less sunshine. This would be an obvious one where people are feeling the pinch of depression. But then there are many other reasons why. So we're going to talk about that today on this program with Dr. John Neustadt and Dr. Steve Pichanik. And that we're here to educate, inform, and entertain. We're not here to prescribe. We're not here to diagnose. We're not here to treat. As always, we need to give that disclaimer because uh, there are those of you who like to jump on it and say, hey, you did something that you shouldn't do, so I want to make the disclaimer ahead of time in case uh, something slips off the tongue that you don't want to hear. But the bottom line is we're really careful about what we say. We're really here to, with the best intentions in mind when we talk about health, healing, and healthy lifestyles. We highly recommend that you use the information of the program to further educate yourself, that we're here to plant a seed for you so that you really say, you know, this is something I need to study either for myself or for somebody who I'm very close to who needs this information. That is why we do these programs just to lift the tip of the veil and to give you a a hint of what is there to be researched. Dr. Neustadt is medical director of Montana Integrative Medicine. He is an internationally acclaimed clinician, author, and speaker. Dr. Neustadt has written more than 100 articles and is a regular contributor to the medical journal Integrative Medicine and the consumer publication Remedies Magazine. Dr. Neustadt wrote the books Thriving Through Dialysis with Dr. Jonathan Wright, and also a revolution in health through nutritional biochemistry. A revolution in health through nutritional biochemistry with Dr. Steve Buchanik. In August 2008, just recently, Dr. Neustadt was voted best doctor among all physicians in the area in the annual Best of Bozeman survey. This is the first time a naturopathic physician has ever won this category. He won best doctor overall. Dr. Newstead is also on the editorial advisory board of the Journal of Prolotherapy and Remedies magazine, and an editor of the textbook Laboratory Evaluations for Integrative and Functional Medicine. In September 2006, Dr. Neustadt was invited to speak at the first European Conference on Anti-Aging Medicine in Vienna, Austria. That's one country I've never been at. That's we, wonderful.
1: Yeah, I, I was in Vienna. It was very nice. Were you in actually. and
0: out, or were you there for a week or so?
1: Uh, I, was, I was in and out, actually.
0: It's oh, not, not so nice. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck shakes his head. Chuck, good morning to you. Good morning, (laughs) Dakota. Dr. Neustadt earned his naturopathic medical degree from Bastille University, where he was awarded the Founders Award for Academic and Clinical Excellence. If you want to talk to Dr. Neustadt during the week, you can call Montana Integrative Medicine. And that number is 406-582-0034. 582-0034. And the website is montanaim.com dot com, Montana Montanaim.com. Good morning, John. Good morning. Dr. Steve Pachanik, who was on the phone with us somewhere in time, somewhere in space. <laughs> Dr. Pachanik trained in psychiatry at Harvard and has both an MD from Cornell University Medical College and a PhD in international relations from MIT. He was awarded the prestigious National Institute of Mental Health Career Fellowship in Psychiatry and was Director of International Activities for the NIMH, National Institute of Mental Health. Dr. Pachanik, in one year, received twice the Harvard Medical College, Massachusetts Mental Health Center, Harry C. Solomon Award for innovative research in psychiatry. Dr. Pachanik has made major textbook and journal contributions, is a board-certified psychiatrist, and was a board examiner in psychiatry and neurology. Dr. Pachanik is chairman of the boards of Nutritional Biochemistry Incorporated and also NBI Testing and Consulting Corp., which he co-founded with Dr. Neustadt. His website is stevepachanik.com, P-I-E-C-Z-E-N-I-K.com, stevepachanik.com, Dr. Steve, Good morning to you as well. Thanks for being Good here with us.
2: Morning to you, Jacobus. Good morning, Dr. Newstead. Good, Good morning. morning, Bozeman, Montana. Well, we <laughs> we
0: appreciate you were willing to do this because I know you're on a very busy schedule, and I'm just glad that uh, we could have you on the phone with us as well.
2: Jacobus, I would never miss your show. Well, that in is in the middle of a battle. <laughs> <laughs> Been in a recession. I would never miss
0: you, Chuck. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you very much. This was a very long introduction, and uh, you, both you doctors, deserve it highly. But today we're talking about a very interesting topic and a very powerful topic depression, which I think we really, in the 400 plus shows that I've done, we've never really hit depression and not in the way that we can do with both of you. You know, Dr. Pachanik, to start with you, in my opinion, and I would just want to ask your opinion. In my opinion, I think a lot of people are overprescribed and that are overdiagnosed on the issue of depression. That they're being called depressed, while I think it might be just a situational thing, and they're having these prescription drugs. Is therefore everybody somehow depressed? And do you see that we're overprescribed, or what is your what is your take on that?
2: It's a, it's a good point, Jacobus. Depression is one of those psychological determinants of which we all have an element and should have. In other words, depression in and of itself is not a bad emotion to have. We think of depression as a terrible thing to have. Well, I feel depressed. I lost an uncle or I lost an aunt. So we have to look at depression as something as part of life. Without depression, we don't really understand the joys that we have. And it's also a natural emotion to the events that occur in life. For example, now we are in economic turmoil. Everybody understands that. Every, everybody understands we're in the political change and transformation. That causes a lot of anxiety. That causes a lot of uncertainty, which leads inevitably to depression. Now, there are different kinds of depressions. I don't want to go through the taxonomy of it in terms of the, of the uh, psychiatric textbook, but I want to just explain that depression within an individual is a good and is, a, is not a bad emotion. In other words, if we feel that we're losing our job or the job is imminently to be lost, that's a normal reaction. That doesn't mean you run to your doctor and you get an antidepressant or you get Lexapro. The problem is physicians, for the most part, other than uh, John and, and, and many actually good therapists in, in, in Bozeman, who are not only psychiatrists and physicians, MDs, they're very good psychotherapists who don't often prescribe drugs who have to understand what is the reactive element of it, what is the organic element of it. In other words, what is inherent to the character and what is, in fact, part of a longstanding disease that's genetically determined. Now, depression can be diagnosed by several factors. One, one feels totally without any feeling of Uh, uh, ability to be empowered, a sense of helplessness, a sense of hopelessness, a sense of that there's nothing one can do, uh, losing weight, gaining weight, and at the same time the energy and the ability to understand what the future is is totally blocked. You don't feel as if you can do anything. So instead what happens, we open up the refrigerator, we get something more to food, what we call comfort food, uh, cheeses, beer. And this is what's happening very commonly. Now, when that goes for too long and we're not able to pull out of that sense of hopelessness and helplessness, we have a trouble. And that's when somebody should go see a therapist or a physician who's trained in understanding depression. Unfortunately, on the extreme side, we don't have a lot of very good psychiatrists. And I'm not talking about Bozeman, I'm just talking in general. Why? Because when I was a board examiner, on a very simple question, when I interviewed the psychiatrist after eight years of experience for them and two years of what we call post-board exam, I asked a simple question. And the simple question is, what do you see in that patient? They usually normally examine the patient in the room and give me a differential diagnosis. In other words, I don't want a psychoanalytical diagnosis, I don't want behavioral, I don't want a drug therapy. Give me all the different types of approaches to depression that you can think of, and you've been taught. Sixty percent could not answer a simple question, give me a differential diagnosis. Now, that's a board examiner, and that's where I failed them. So what does that mean? That means in Bozeman, you have some people who understand how to treat depression with a certain amount of drugs, There's some people who understand that the combination of drugs and psychotherapy are important, and there's some people who understand that treating them with psychotherapy or insight, that maybe that's sufficient. So what we have in depression is really we have a scale. It's a continuity scale from a normal reactive sense, that is one loses one job at now. One loses... A sense of belonging into a system where our own self-esteem, i.e., the job market or church or community, that means that we're losing everything, not as a result of something one did in this particular time, which is very, very severe, and I'm glad we're discussing depression, one really says to self, well, oneself, look, my job is what I did, whether I'm a plumber, a physician, a teacher, I don't have that job. I was a teacher, and I was happy to be a teacher. I was a physician or a plumber. I was happy to be a plumber. That's not Joe the plumber. I'm talking about real jobs that really exist. When one loses that, there's a certain amount and a correctly and and appropriate of depression that says, I don't know where I belong. And when that feeling exists in your audience, which it has to exist, one says, okay, what do I do? I can't sleep. I have no appetite. I feel angry, I feel irritable, I strike at it my wife, I strike at it my children, in turn the wife strikes at the children, so it becomes kind of a leveraged emotion, which is not very effective. At that point, an intervention would be very appropriate. Do you put the person immediately on drugs? No. The first thing that one should do is to really see a counselor, And there's some very good counseling services, whether it's in the the, the church where you have trained pastoral counseling, and I'm an admirer of that, where some intervention can occur and the pastor can say or she or he can say, look, I think it's time for you to see an expert in mental health. Now, there are many experts in mental health. You have the social worker, you have the clinical psychologist, you have the therapist, you have the internist or the psychiatrist. The unfortunate part is that for too long, and this is where I come back to your issue, for too long, physicians in general, MDs, not only psychiatrists, but MDs who are, don't have the time, don't have the patience, and don't have what John Neustadt, had, and that's why he's my physician, did not take the time and the patience to ask, tell me about what you're feeling. Tell me what happened to you recently. Tell me what's going on in your life. Most part, it's not because the physician doesn't care. Most doctors, whether it's in Bozeman or elsewhere, do not have the time and do not have the skill to really probe any further than a few minutes into a person's life and then order, give them an antidepressant, SSRI, an MEO inhibitor, or one of the uh, epinephrine derivatives, or some of the older drugs. So that's where we get into a problem. On the same part, the patient, because of the Internet and shows like this, hopefully, they have to educate themselves as to what it is that they should have. If they come in and say, look, I need a or I need Lexapro or Selexa, that's not the answer. What they have to begin to understand is what can I do for myself and where can somebody really help me and not panic immediately. In other words, there are things that are coming in so quickly and so fast. That depression is a normal reaction to what's happening now in this depressive economy. It really mirrors itself. On the other hand, one has to seek out someone who will listen objectively. Often the spouse or the family or friend will act as the first buffer, but that's not enough. The real buffer and the real is has to be somebody who's objective, who can intercede and spend the necessary time to find out what, in fact, it is that bothers that individual, per, uh, individual person and what precipitated that depression, and that's where we get into the problem of over-medication. There's not enough time for the physician, there's not enough training, and the s- simplest outcome and reimbursement is if I give
1: you drugs. St- Steve mentioned some very important categories. When I think about depression, and I'm sitting with patients in my clinic There really is a a tremendous difference in the approach. If somebody comes in and it appears to be situational depression, maybe they have some life uh, issues going on where feeling depressed is normal, but they may be be helped by counseling to help them understand how they can uh, empower themselves and and get through that. But then Steve mentioned organic depression. There is depression caused by uh, neurotransmitter imbalances, and that's what... The medications, uh, Prozac, Salexa, Wellbutrin, deal with. They work to increase, artificially increase, those neurotransmitters. Uh, Undoubtedly, most or all of your listeners have heard of serotonin. Uh, That's what Prozac works off of, that that pathway. And also then there's the other pathway that looks at dopamine and epinephrine. But nobody has a deficiency of Prozac. Nobody has a deficiency of Welbutrin. And I've said this before in your program, and if you weren't, you know, sick last year or last month, and you are now, then something's changed in your biochemistry. Mm-hmm. But We know it's very well defined in the, in the research what are the pathways to produce those neurotransmitters, and people can mm-hmm. become deficient in them. That's an organic cause. In fact, Steve mentioned, uh, Dr. Pachenik mentioned the food cravings. A lot of times people with depression will actually crave uh, sweets, and there's likely uh, some blood sugar control issues going on, but what happens with sugar, sugar stimulates a direct release of serotonin in the brain. So it actually elevates mood, it's biochemical. Uh, the food has a biochemical effect on the brain and modulating mood, just briefly. And then what happens is you get that, that increase in mood and then your blood sugar drops again and the depression comes back. So. It really comes down to very, very simply um, does the body have the raw materials uh, to produce those hormones? And those raw materials uh, are uh, amino acids, tryptophan, phenylalanine, tyrosine, uh, minerals such as magnesium and iron and copper. And does it have the vitamins that it needs, Uh, Mm -hmm. the B-complex vitamins, B12, for example, deficiency can cause depression, separate from those other pathways that I just mentioned. So looking at it a little more holistically, uh, you've got to take into account both should the patient, should the person be in counseling, would they benefit from counseling, and frequently I refer often for people to get counseling, Uh, but then would it be helpful for them to Undergo a little bit more uh, rigorous uh, evaluation instead of just coming in and say, well, here's a medication uh, that's just going to treat a symptom. And that, by the way, the New England Journal of Medicine came out last year and said that these medications, Wellbutrin, Prozac, uh, were the negative studies on them were suppressed by the FDA, and that meant that meant that the effects, the positive effects of these medications, was overstated by up to about 60, 70 percent. Wow. And so a lot of times people will be put on these medications and not get benefit. And a lot of times with longstanding depression, they start to beat themselves up and say, oh, it's me, it's my fault, and I'm not doing something right, and I'm not exercising enough. Exercise definitely releases endorphins, can increase uh, mood. Uh, very important when it comes to holistic approach to, uh, to depression, getting out and just getting, getting moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, in some cases of longstanding depression, uh, exercise... You know, won't do that. won't Won't mm. alter it. So they mm-hmm. go on medications. They try all these different because
0: things. because of the neurological pathways that may have been uh, interfered with because of some type of uh, chemicals, uh, environmental toxins, other stresses in life. The exercise alone cannot undo that. You need to get your nutritional balance again. Your nutritional biochemistry that you're talking about. Uh, yes. You need to You need to refill the depleted. Uh, nutrients that you. Uh,
1: and I think we're going to about to go to, to break, but let me just say you point to something very important, and that is looking at okay, well, exercise doesn't work. It really is that's one aspect. It's one
0: tool in the That's shed. one
1: tool. The pharmacological approach is one symptom, one drug. And really, for total health, you've got to look a little broadly, a little more holistically. Mm-hmm. And so what you're saying is exactly correct. Exercise, nutrition, counseling, lifestyle, testing if necessary to find out specifically what's going on, mm-hmm. and giving the body what it's lacking to do its job.
0: Yes, it, it, it shows again that we have to be so careful every day what we do, because one action, one saying can ruin our life for a long time. So uh, we're going to be right back, folks. This is Gesundheit with Jacobus. Uh, Dr. John Neustadt is with us, naturopathic physician, as well as Dr. Steve Pichanik, a medical doctor, psychiatrist. Stay tuned. We have another exciting two and a half hours to go. We'll be right back. (music)